All chalk so far in Montgomery. All the favorites have won. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Uh, yes, chalk means that all the favorites uh, did win, but that has that's the way it has gone uh, the entire series so far, the, the entire tournament. Uh, James Madison beating ODU, Georgia Southern beating Georgia State on Tuesday, and on Wednesday, same. Troy won, Southern Miss won, Coastal won, and the Cajuns won. Uh, and so... We are, I guess, all the top teams have moved on, uh, at least thus far. The uh, Oddly enough, this usually does not happen. The first game, the Troy App game, which was the best game of the day, 10-9 Troy, uh, ends up going extra innings. And the next ball game, the Southern Miss ball game, is 54 minutes behind. That was supposed to start at 1230. It started at like 124. And yet somehow the Cajuns started only 41 minutes behind. So not bad. A, a game that I did not think was going to start until close to 9, 9.30. It started at 8.10. So that's not bad at all. All right. So uh, you know what? Let's go the last one first, since that's the one I was watching. Uh, the Raging Cajuns take down Texas State again. They dominated the Bobcats this year. There's no real explanation other than they're better than the Bobcats. Uh, the Cajuns take them down six to one. They uh, beat up Levi well. I wouldn't say beat them up. They only had two big base hits. Texas State had base runners all game long. They just had one base hit, and that was a miscommunication infield base hit, uh, if you will. Uh, they certainly had their shots. They just could not get anything going offensively in terms of getting a hit. They had a bunch of base runners. Uh, it was a very good pitching matchup between Jackson Nezu and uh, Levi Wells. Levi Wells, oddly enough, I got the numbers here. Let me see if I can find my tweet that I put it out there. He, he's got, I mean, he was, he finished the season. It, well, not this, well, I guess so. I don't think finished the season. They still have one more game to go. But he is uh, seven and three against the Sun Belt, against the Cajuns. He's 0-2. Against the Sun Belt, Levi Wells is 7-3 with what, what I would consider this year a respectable ERA, 4 and a half. Uh, 35 earned runs, 69 innings pitched. Against the Cajuns, he's 0-2 with over 70 ERA. He's given up 10 earned runs in 12 and 2 thirds innings. Unbelievable. And it does look like he puts a lot more effort <clears throat> into his pitchers than a Jackson Nezu. And, and Nezu was really good tonight. A little bit of wildness in the first. Had seven pitches in the first two batters. Looked like you're going to get out of there with 12 or less. And then you end up going 28 pitches in the first inning. They end up loading the bases, but they didn't score. They could not get that big base hit. Took the Cajuns a little bit to get to Wells. John Taylor with a, a big home run in uh, the fourth inning. And when he hit it, you're like, oh, he got a lot of that one. I don't know if it's gone, but it's going to be deep. And it was gone. He's got 
Boy's got 43 runs batted in now. That was his seventh home run of the season. Uh, you get two more runs on a, a Julian Brock bases loaded, double almost bases clearing. It looked like Connor Higgs was safe. On the replay, it looked like he was safe. And they would not overturn it. I, can't, I guess I can't get all of that upset. I'm sure there'll be a time when the replay matters. In this case, it did not. And so uh, the Cajuns do win it 6-1. to one. I can't imagine Matt Deggs could be any more thrilled with the way this was, except maybe maybe Jackson A's would be a little bit more efficient. And that's really, you know, being picky when you're in a double elimination uh, tournament. So uh, the Cajuns go on. They beat Texas State all four times this year. Uh, they will play Coastal Carolina in the nightcap. Coastal, I should have it here. They had a, a tight ball game with Georgia State. I went on the show today on 103.3 The Goat, a little uh, Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat, and was saying this game is not going to be 3-2. to two. It's not going to be 5-4. to four. It's going to be like, 11 to 8 in Coastal Carolina, of course, beats Georgia State 5 to 4. Panthers get on top of the run in the first. Coastal Carolina, two outs and nobody on. And this is where Georgia State's going to be like, oh, not that we had them, but you get two outs, nobody on. Then they scored three runs. That's a killer. That's just a killer. Uh, Coastal Carolina adds a run in the fifth. Georgia State, two in the seventh. So they make it a 4 3 ball game, but Coastal Carolina. Gets a run back in the seventh. Georgia State gets a run in the eighth, and that's kind of where the scoring ended. Not kind of, but that's where the scoring ended. It was a 5-4 ball game. Let's see. The pitching had to be pretty good. Coastal Carolina's Doyle uh, goes six innings, gives up a run, three hits, three walks, seven strikeouts. Uh, Horn came in. He gave up a couple of runs on three hits, and Sharkey gave up a run. He does strike out four to pick up his ninth save, uh, and uh, Doyle got the win. Let's see, four. Uh, Georgia State, it was Acosta giving up all five runs, seven hits, six and two-thirds innings, walking three, striking out five. That's probably a lot closer, certainly a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Well, I don't know about closer. I thought a lot less uh, scoring. And, again, if you're going to be Coastal Carolina, it's usually going to be in the high numbers where right, maybe I can get Southern Miss because – their pitcher is pitching well, but I can pitch well, and it's a 3-2 ball game or something along uh, those lines, although the Cajuns did beat them 10-1 to last weekend, so who knows about that. Coastal, you kind of feel like you got to outslug them, and in this case, you know, the difference in the ball game is a three-run rally for Coastal Carolina with nothing going on, two outs, and nobody on. I think it was, it was the freshman of the year who got it going. Bodine got it going. Uh, in the uh, in the first inning, he uh, knocks in a run and comes around to score uh, as well for Coastal Carolina. All right, so it will be the uh, defending national champs against the number one seed uh, Chanticleers, the defending champs, or of course the Cajuns against the Chanticleers. Will be seven thirty uh, scheduled for it on on a Thursday, and we'll see what happens uh, there. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll tell you what happened on in the morning. We'll start to preview and kind of look at the bracket and see what everything is going on uh, as well. But let me tell you a little bit about bird dogs. I wore my new bird dog shorts out to a Tiger Park for the regionals, and I loved it. They were uh, got a little tan, 
and really comfortable. They made my legs look great. Their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great, and they're comfier than my other shorts and pants. And they give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts and pants on the golf course to a meeting, hanging out with my friends, or even on a date. So go to birddogs.com slash college. And when you enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. That is at birddogs.com slash college. And when you enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, we're back with segment number two. Let's check out what happened in the morning. And again, the best uh, game of the day was Troy against App State. Troy being the three seed and App State being the six seed. So App State avoids playing in the single elimination portion of the show, if you will. They jump on top one, nothing. In fact, they got a four spot in the fifth. So basically halfway during the game, they're leading Troy 5-0. And Troy, like that, got right back in it. Five runs in the fifth, one in the sixth, one in the seventh. So now through seven innings, and it turns out through eight innings, the score is 7-5. That's 12 runs. Math. 7-5 through eight. Troy scores four in the ninth. I'm sorry, App. App State scores four in the ninth. Troy scores two in the bottom of the ninth just to tie it and go to extra innings, and they get a run in the bottom half of the tenth to win it. So you had 12 runs in the first eight innings, and you had seven runs in the last two innings. That was quite the ball game. That game was three hours and 29 minutes, but, you know, there's a run in the first. You get a nine-run fifth inning, single runs after that, and then four runs in the ninth for App and two in the ninth for Troy. I mean, App's got to be, uh, what do we got to do to beat these guys? Right? Four in the fifth and four in the ninth and you lose? Jeez, Troy's going to be tough uh, to beat. Let's see who drove in uh, some of the runs today uh, for Troy. Uh, Bartolero had two runs batted in. Cobb had two runs batted in. Brian had three runs batted in. Lewis, right? The home run leader didn't have any over <laughs> five for uh lewis a little bit surprising there for app state you did have boyd with two runs batted in drum eller a pair of runs batted in and reed and zureb it's a great name with two runs uh batted in all right so troy will end up taking on southern miss Southern Miss disposes of uh, James Madison, 7-1. to one. Tanner Hall, outstanding complete game. One unearned run, three hits, no walks, nine, stri- uh, nine strikeouts. He was fantastic. Ryan Murphy for JMU, only three and two-thirds innings. Gives up two runs, three hits, walks four, strikes out two. Uh, as a lot of the guys, and according to Matt Stewart, everyone pitched their number one guys on Wednesday. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward. Anybody hear a pop? I don't know where that pop came from. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens because, again, even on my show on Monday, Matt Daggs is like, 
We got Nezu and Fluno, and then we're going to wing it from there. The thing is, I think a lot of these teams are going to wing it. We did a little, you know, I won't say statistical analysis as we're just reading off the ERAs, but we'll go over that a little bit later because there's not a whole lot of pitching. There are some great pitchers, but not a whole lot of group successful pitching this year in uh, the, I was going to say the Southern League because I'm looking at Southern Miss, but in uh, the Sun Belt. Let me see if I got my Sun Belt brackets up here. I do. Okay, so now let's see if we got the overall bracket. Well, that's going to be a PDF. That's not going to work. All right. So let's see. So again, Troy defeats App. They're going to take on Southern Miss, who defeated James Madison. Coastal Carolina downs Georgia State. And the Cajuns take care of Texas State. So Thursday at 9 a.m., you start the losers bracket. James Madison will take on App State 9 a.m. All right. Uh, at 1230. Georgia State will take on, I believe, Texas State, the loser of, of the uh, Cajun-Texas State game. So Texas State has to play Georgia State at 1230. The number two and three seeds will match up at 4 p.m. Uh, it'll be Southern Miss against Troy. And once again, it'll be the Cajuns at 730 taking on Coastal Carolina. I will say the weather was very cooperative. And again, you rarely see once you get behind to catch up, is that possible? But again, the second game, the Southern Miss game, started 54 minutes later than was scheduled because the first game went to extra innings. But by the time the Cajuns started, they were supposed to start at 7.30. They started at 8.11. So very rarely do you see that. I will say for the Cajuns, they had a shot at taking down Coastal Carolina. They beat them on Friday night. They let the Saturday game get away from him. An error through John Taylor's leg led to a big uh, inning. Could have been a double play ball. And they were leading Coastal Carolina 2-1. to one, And Coastal Carolina hits an Apo Taco uh, home run. And then uh, Rockefort's home run in the ninth inning is brought back into the park. He hit one and it was leaving it. And somehow the right fielder made a great catch. And Coastal wins it 3-2. to two in 10 so certainly the Cajuns should not lack confidence they cannot not lack runs though against Coastal Carolina I would think not all right I do want to go over those statistics see if I can find them quickly because it is amazing on really the lack of pitching in uh, the Sun Belt as teams again we know and Jackson Nezu has pitched well over the last month we know Tanner Hall has pitched well the starter for Coastal has pitched well, but as a team, uh, it has not gone all that well. All right. Uh, I do want to thank you for tuning into a Locked On Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. Remember, uh, we will continue to recap over the weekend. It'll probably be a late Friday night. We're certainly going to stay up Friday night and watch the Rachel Cage softball team play Washington. That's a 9 p.m. local start here in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, yeesh. So we will probably have to take a nap in there somewhere. And so we'll probably get an episode out following that. It will be, it'll be late night, early morning, but it'll be around when you get up on, on Saturday uh, to let you know what happened if you didn't quite stay up. Uh, 
And so, again, the, the station is growing. We're, uh, we'll get back to the football. I do have one scheduled interview with uh, one of the head coaches. So we will we'll do a lot of uh, recapping what happened in spring football as, uh, as the softball and the baseball wind down. But we'll have continued complete coverage of Sunbelt uh, Sun baseball uh, here uh, this week and throughout the Memorial Day uh, weekend. All right. All right. Let's, uh, I do want to talk about this because we talked about it on my show and it is it is kind of surprising. Let me see. I had it. I just had it. That the the uh, the statistics for the Sun Belt pitching is just not great. Southern Miss does lead, and these are Sun Belt games only. It's not overall team, so it's half the schedule. Thirty games in most cases. Southern Miss leads the team. Leads the league with a 4.63 ERA. Next are the Cajuns, 5.12. At the bottom, at the bottom, ULM with an 8.50 ERA. You're giving up an average of eight and a half earned runs a game. Never mind how many unearned runs a game you're giving up. I mean, ULM gave up. 232 earned runs. They also tacked on another, um, looks like 48 unearned runs. Yeesh. That's where the Cajuns' defense is spectacular. The Cajuns in the Sunbelt, that was in Sunbelt play for you all. In Sunbelt play for the Cajuns, they've given up a total, a grand total of 10 unearned runs. That is fantastic. And what appears to be the lowest total, Southern Miss is 19. Troy is just over 30. Coastal's over 30. Texas State's about 25. Yeah, I mean, 10 unearned runs is outstanding. Uh, tonight could have been an unearned run, but it's a mental mistake, so you don't get an error on that. And they put, they turn a nice defensive play as well. Uh, Marshock at third, a backhanded play with the bases loaded, able to – very easily could have gone off his glove and into left field, and who knows what happens after that. But he makes a nice backhanded play, steps on third, throws to first for a double play. And only one run came in in the inning. So defense is huge for the Raging Cajuns. And uh, and we'll see what pitching has left. I think everybody probably has one or two pitchers. And then once you get past them, as I think I said earlier, Matt Dagg said, we're just going to wing it. And so it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Moving forward, of course, the Cajuns are your defending champs. And we got some good games tomorrow. You know, the afternoon ball games. Well, I guess they're. Three of the four technically uh, afternoon, but you got Southern Miss, the second seed, taking on the three seed Troy, and you got the number one seed Coastal Carolina Chanticleers taking on the number four seed and defending champions, if you will, the Louisiana Raging Cages. All right, want to again thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back again uh, tomorrow to see where we stand, who's been eliminated, and who has moved on in the Sun Belt conference baseball tournament i am your host dave schultz and you've been listening to locked on sunbelt your team every day